the People's Sports Podcast. I'm Mark Titus, and he's Charlotte Wilder. Wait, no. No, that's not right. Charlotte, you, you be- know that's not right. That you Can know- you believe I haven't done that yet? I know. <laughs> that's the first time either of us has done that. What? What? Uh, what? What's your sweatshirt say? I was curious. You got your hair It says Wesleyan University. Oh, that's a good sweatshirt because no one has any idea what the hell that means, but we all right? feel like there's a Wesleyan like down the road from us. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like Wesleyan's a great school for, I don't, I, I legitimately don't know what school you're referencing, but it's not like if I saw a guy wearing a Wesleyan school, I just assume it's like some prestigious school around the corner here in LA, but I feel you know, like no it, matter where I'm at in the country, I'd be like, yeah, Wesleyan dude. That's, I love that. That's sort of accurate. I mean, it's in Connecticut. It's in the small, the same group of colleges that I went to. Oh, um, you're wearing a rival sweatshirt. I am. Wow. I am. Yeah. But you know, wow. I mean, look, I've got a Charlotte Hornets jersey. I've got Patrick <laughs> Ewing. Like for me, memorabilia, it doesn't really say much. The Colby Alumni Association is pulling your Alumni of the Year award, I think. You're in the running. I think you're about to be nominated. I highly least... doubt that. <laughs> I highly doubt that, Mark. Do you know how many years in a row I've been trying to be commencement speaker now? <laughs> I'm like, look, it's a small school, you know, and they're like, yeah, but we literally have people winning Nobel Peace Prizes. And like right, the guy who right. created Big Little Lies was the speaker. <laughs> that was the year that I, I tried really hard. I was like, come on, like, I got to have a chance. And they're like, actually, we're going to have Nicole Kidman's friend. And I was like, <laughs> In, uh, in 2012, when I wrote my book, which mm-hmm. nobody should read, uh, the older I get, the more I'm like, please, for the love of God, take this book out of circulation. <laughs> please, I'm begging you. I can't, um, I'm really impressed you wrote a book in your 20s. That's a, oh, that's like the most, the boldest bar- I thing. Barely, yeah, I know. I barely wrote it. But you, you go read it and you're like, yep, this was in his 20s. Yep. You read like <laughs> the, literally the first sentence is something about like me having morning wood, I think. And, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the point was uh, in 2012, I was... Not, not even 25 years old yet and my high school reached out and said we we want to give you a plaque for being alum alumnus of the year and that's we incredible come speak to like our seniors and i was like this is uh, on the one hand i'm honored beyond belief on the other hand my god <laughs> like i'm right, not even like- saying that to be humble i was like legitimately like i'm 24 years old and i wrote a joke <laughs> about my morning erections and diarrhea that i have all the time and you're giving me <laughs> and i'm the best that this school had to offer. And this is this is the pinnacle this is like, it so anyway that's i know it. well you know if they were to i'd be like whoa you chose a girl who makes like 69 jokes on the internet in 2021 <laughs> like to still be doing what, that yeah, in 2021 tate close your ears by the way yeah he's sorry the, tate he's the connoisseur of that as well um anyway what's up how you doing how's life you know I'm hanging in there. Uh, just, just an, another day. <laughs> I feel, I feel like an old, like an old man being like, just another day in the old salt mines. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I went to the beach this weekend for the first time in a while. I've been trying to go, but the weather hasn't been cooperating. It's been like 66 every day, which is just close Shut enough up. to like. Shut up. Just close enough, you. Charlotte, to get 66 you to go. in the Northeast, I'm like, it is a bathing suit weather. <laughs> 66 in LA is like, you, you go set up and then you're like, it's a little breezy. And then you're kind of, I mean, it's just like tantalizingly close. And then finally this weekend, it got very hot. So uh, I, I went to the beach and... and I forgot to put on sunscreen and my face. I look like a lobster because of it. So it's great. I thought that was just the ring light. So (laughs) you're you're actually, (laughs) you know, we actually remembering sunscreen exists and being like, damn it. We got an email. Uh, People are watching our YouTube channel, apparently, which is, which is very exciting because someone wrote in 
this is this is a good way to just do get you know at least read one email um yeah. someone wrote game show host lists from joseph waters who wrote charlotte and mark I just want to thank Mark for coordinating the debut of his man bun to get me to watch on YouTube instead of listening on my podcast app of choice with the epic troll job of a list. If it weren't for the man bun, I wouldn't have been watching to see Charlotte's incredulous reactions and Mark keeping <laughs> a straight face the entire time. Truly a wonderful first watch, Joe. There thank you, you go. Joe. That's why, that's why we have the YouTube channel, so you can watch. Uh, as, as I said, I'm going to be doing a man bun periodically. Not today. Yeah, you've got a today, hat on today. Today I got a hat on. But uh, What's your hat yeah. say? It's just it's the same Nike head I wear all the time. I like oh. I went I went running this morning, not to brag. I was feeling a little ambitious on a Monday morning. So oh my woke god, up, went on a little jog. This is my exercise hat. A little jog. A little jog. Remember when I went for a jog and you took a picture of someone who turned out not to be me running this, by your apartment? This is a true story. We told the story right on the show. <laughs> yeah. We did. Yeah, I just I just love that there's a picture of a random person. I, on your phone. I did that uh, with our our friend and and colleague Kristen Scott, who lives close to me here in yeah. Del Rey. I it, it was legitimately her because she was walking her dog, uh, her her husky Kimba. Um, oh, who amazing is, dog. May or may not be named after Kimba Walker. Spoiler alert. Here. Do you know his full name? Uh, the, the dogs or Kimba yeah, Walker? Yeah, do you know the dog's full name? No, what? It's Kemba Paul Walker. <laughs> oh my, that's, that's, no, that's not okay. That's no, not, it's so to, good. That's not okay. It's so good. A dog is a, you know what Moses's full name is? Moses. Moses. Oh, I'm a, I'm a hardo who only gives a dog <laughs> one name. Oh. <laughs> Um, but I saw I saw Kay Scott walking one day, and it was legitimately her. And uh, I took a pic because again, my my apartment's like on the you know I could see people walking on the sidewalk off my balcony or whatever. So I'm sitting on my balcony. I see her walking by, and I snap a few pictures. And and I was trying to think of what to text her. Yeah. And if, and I realized if you don't text that picture right away and you sit <laughs> on it, that's the creepy part. Because then I'm like, is this creepy? And this is not. And it's got it's got to happen like immediately within that five second window. Because it's like she's not where. Because you know what I mean. Like she can see the picture and she can be like, I walked that past that like ten minutes ago. Why is he texting me this now? You know. What yeah. I mean? So, so you that happened, it. and I sat on it. I did not send it to her, and I was I was playing because I was playing through my head like what happened with you. Ah. I didn't know what to do, and then. Uh, <laughs> But now this is this is probably the creepiest part of all, Charlotte. Inadvertently, I now have a picture of Kristen Scott walking on the street, like a paparazzi shot of yeah. her that I don't I didn't tell her about. I never sent to her, and it's just in my phone reel. So like, no, that's even worse. That's what you gotta delete that. You have to well now you have yeah. to send it to her. Because I believe I because I think she because it's her job, she has to listen to this. I'm sorry, yeah. Kristen, that you're you're you have that fate. But now that she's hearing it, um, you have, to, have to keep it, it and you have to send it and send it to me too, because now I just want to see now it. I should, I, I, or I should send it to her and pretend like I just saw her and like really mess with her. She'd be like, I'm not wearing that, and I'm not like well, that's what you what? did to what? me. And I was like, yeah. I'm not wearing a red <laughs> shirt. Where was I? When did this happen? Oh, uh, man. Well, anyway, I'm, that's why that's why you should check out our YouTube channel. You can see Charlotte wearing Wesley and sweatshirts and um and you you don't wear glasses all the time. You mix it up with your look. That's does that your oh, yeah, no, that, is that your this man is, bun? Is that my glasses the glasses are my man, but these are yeah. everybody everybody will know these are not real glasses. These are blue light blocking glasses, mm. which I got at the start of the pandemic because I was looking at screens too much and now I've just gone completely the other direction and I don't look at anything. Like I've gone I went so hard on the screen direction, as did most people, that now I just barely look at my phone. I only look at my computer when I have to, and I mostly just like stare out the window. That's sort of the state that we're in. But um, no, these are this is my my 
quick tip for ladies who have bad allergies in the spring and I don't, I can't put eye makeup on right now. And so the glasses, you can't really tell as much that I'm not wearing eye makeup and the bags under my eyes look slightly less big. So it's like a, it's a life. This is a great, this is a great like brand for you to, to, to be the woman. You should give like tutorials for women because so many. Like how not to wear makeup. (laughs) Yeah. But like do it in a way that's, uh, you know, because like so many of the beauty things on the internet are like, here's how to just look smoking hot. Here's this or that. And like your, your brand is just like, all right. So if you have bags under your eyes and you have like snot pouring out of your nose because of allergies, here's a little thing I do. I put on glasses. All right, guys, like and subscribe. <laughs> like, Actually, like, ma- I your- should I should make that. Maybe I'll make that. We can cut this clip and then it'll be the <laughs> clip of me actually doing it. Because yeah, my brand is like how to look not quite as bad not, not, as you yeah, normally yeah. do with you look minimal like a mess. Effort. You look like yeah. an absolute mess. I can help you look a little bit less like a mess. Listen, you'll still look like a mess, but it'll be slightly less bad. And it's just this. This is the video. It's just, <laughs> do you have allergies? Do you have bags under your eyes? Are you trying to look a little less bad? Get some blue light blocking glasses. <laughs> See, it works, right? Like I should get, I should be sponsored. Come on. Like I need a- and the, the men trick is like, men, if you put on weight and you want to hide your double chin, just grow out your beard. Done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ladies, put in your glasses. Anyway, uh, we got some great emails aside from the, the YouTube man bun one. So, so let's dive in. We have one surprisingly, not surprisingly at all titled uh, the subject line is Rosenbaum mm-hmm. and it's from Devin Butler. Just wanted to let you guys know that if this show doesn't get made, I'm actually going to be pretty sad. <laughs> Same. That's where I've arrived. Yep. Then we got another one. Let me find all the Rosenberg ones. Rosenbaum. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. All my Jews out there, you're like, Ugh. Um, Where's a, the People's Gunslinger from Trace Williams? Aunt Sharon Mark. I thought about sending a very long, drawn-out email, but I'll get to the point. Timothy, Ol- Timothy Oliphant is the perfect casting for Rosenbaum. Oh, your yes. time. I'll take yes. my answer off air. Ever yes. hopeful trace. That's a good one. So I now think, I have I to think... Google Timothy Oliphant because I'm going to no, be honest. He's, 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 he's a heartthrob, but he can also look a little rugged at the same time. That's a good one. That's a, Timothy. that's a great, that'll get us buzzed too. If Timothy Oliphant is doing it, he's, uh, that'll get us buzzed for in terms of, <gasps> oh, this yeah. guy. Yeah. You know, you know who he is. Oh hell yeah! He's on a press circuit. He's going to to Kimmel and Colbert and and Fallon, you know, like doing and like like that guy talking about Rosenbaum. That's that's a winner. That's a winning combination. I think the problem, like when I think of casting, I want to immediately go to redheads because of Yosemite Sam, obviously. Yeah, um, but I I don't think it necessarily has to be a redhead. Maybe that's our like creative spin. Is that it's not a redhead? I think that's the move, and then I think maybe like. At some point, he grows out his beard and it's inexplicably it's red, red or something. You know, like either that or he goes on, he has to disguise himself for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's one email that actually just like fully blew me away, um, which was I forgot to put it in this document because I actually emailed this person back. I usually, I usually don't. I usually, you know, we read them on the show and address it there and people can listen and, and hear um, the resolution, but I got so excited that I needed to um, tell him how much I loved this. So this is from Nick Yoder, executive producers, Wilder and Titus. I literally wrote this guy back the minute I got this email and was like, you're coming on to the writer's room. (laughs) At 17, Samuel Rosenbaum, his life figured out. 
He'll continue coasting through high school, his interests too widespread for anyone subject to catch his attention long enough to excel. But that doesn't matter. He'll do just enough to graduate, and then he'll join the family delicatessen like his brother and his father and his father's father before. <laughs> Rosenbaum has satisfied the hunger of the town's blue-collar laborers for 47 years, and Samuel would ensure it continued to do for another 47 and beyond. But then Samuel's plans all came crashing down, felled by a flurry of bullets. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? A, that's a great line. Yeah, yeah. this ahead. guy's legit. Local mob boss Bugs Bunny hid his dealings in plain <laughs> sight. A criminal enterprise behind the facade of a legitimate jewelry business. Dealing in carrots, Bunny had amassed wealth and power. But a new threat had emerged, a rival gang led by Speedy Gonzalez. Bugs would pluck <laughs> out this threat before it had a chance to grow. It is widely known that Speedy enjoyed an early evening job jog as speedy approached and as speedy approached an intersection one night three of bunny's men emerged from the shadows of an alley unleashing a hail of bullets 15 struck speedy a 16th missed piercing the front window of the diner and setting itself squarely into ethel rosenbaum's heart Samuel <laughs> rosenbaum sitting across the table pastrami still in hand could do nothing the investigation, led by the equally corrupt and inept Detective Fudd, turned up no leads. Mm. Racked with guilt, grief, and anger, Samuel dropped out of school and headed west. He had to get as far away as possible. Over the ensuing years, he would throw himself into whatever job presented itself. Prospector, outlaw, pirate, cowboy. He even spent time as a Civil War reenactor. He started going by Sam. He would do anything to get by, anything to forget his past. But Sam knew what he had to do. He had always known what he had to do. And now, as Sam stroked the full hairs of an emerging mustache with his thumb and index finger, he knew it was time to return home and extract justice. Oh, my God. That's so good. That's I was like, so okay, good. well, there it is. There's our plot. That's, I mean, that and Timothy Oliphant as, as Sam Rosenbaum, right? that is... Are you kidding me? I know. I that? literally, I emailed Nick back and I was like, Nick, I don't know who you are, but Here, this is it. Here's my challenge or my call to all the listeners is that as you move forward in life and you see a new show come out on Netflix, on HBO Max, on Paramount Plus, on all these street, Hulu, you name it. Uh, ask yourself, is this show better than what Rosenbaum <laughs> would be? Because I'm not saying that you and I have, have come up now with Nick's help, uh, which I, I love everything you wrote in Nick here. Um, I'm not saying we have the greatest show ever. I'm saying we have a show that is certainly not the worst. There's certainly, <laughs> there's, they are certainly green lighting stuff out there that is much worse than this, right? Oh, of for course. sure. So of course. What, I mean, what else do we have to do? We have it, we have it on a platter. It's, 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 oh my God. Listen, Mark, I'll, I'll write the treatment, you know, I'll write up that treatment and then By we'll... the way, bugs, bugs. Uh, do you know, do you know the, uh, the meat? I don't even know if it's considered a meme, but the, the picture of bugs where he's like sad and he's got a gun and it says like, Lord, forgive me. It's time to go back to the old me. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I, yes. I pulled it up. That one. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's what I was thinking when he was talking about, uh, he's talking about bugs, buddy, a gay, a mafia guy. Like, cause then there's a spinoff about bugs. Like obviously oh, yeah. everyone already knows bugs, but like, that'd be hilarious that there's a spinoff for Rosenbaum and it's about Bugs Bunny, like how he got involved in the mafia in the first place. <laughs> it's like the better call Saul of yeah. Rosenbaum. And it's just called like, are we just spinoffs for all these characters? I know, right? And, the... But also like those, those storylines will be incorporated into the show. So people will come to care about bugs, even though he's the bad guy and Bugs has know, good motivations. That's what I want my show to yes. be complicated. Where Yosemite Sam is a little problematic, as we said, 
and you're like, I don't know if I'm fully cheering for this guy. Meanwhile, Bugs is the bad guy, but he's got good motivations. And he's like, like, I get it. I get Bugs' point of view. I get why he wants to shoot Sam's mother in the heart. You know what? So, you know what? <laughs> it somehow makes he, sense. It was an accident. It was an accident, yeah. But he's too proud to apologize. You know what someone once told me? They said that movies are um, good versus bad. TV shows are goodish bad versus baddish good. Yes. Yes. That's so exactly I think right. we've got it. I'm well, well, you know, as I've said every episode since we started talking about this, we'll take this offline and actually do this, and then the people will see how how serious we are about this. Hey guys, we appreciate you listening to the show, but are you aware, Charlotte? Do you think the people know this that they can watch us on YouTube? I'm not sure the people know, but the people can watch full episodes. The people can watch compilations of me being an idiot. They can watch compilations of you being an idiot. They can watch all of our bad takes about hockey. I mean, it's all here. So please, please go watch us on YouTube because the only thing funnier than hearing us in your headphones is seeing me turn bright red when I get something wrong. Here's my problem to the people at some point i'm going to wear my hair in a man bun before i get it cut so yes. uh there you go watch on youtube for that w- what day will i show up to the show with a man bun uh i don't know we'll find Keep out them together on their toes, and you'll only find out if you watch it on the internet a less a, a more sports related question believe it or not um the subject line of his email is traders gonna trade from yoni schwartz dear charlotte and especially mark I grew up an Ohio State fan and knew every player all the way to the end of the bench, and Mark was my guy. When your book came out, I read it so many times I couldn't put it down. I don't like. This feels like a butt is coming. I don't like. No, no, no. It's it's actually just like a nice thing, believe it or not. Evan Turner was my favorite player on that team, but once you called him the villain, I couldn't watch him in the NBA without booing him. (laughs) So thanks for the good times. Anyway, Charlotte, you were speaking about switching fandoms last week and mentioned how you could never switch between two New York teams, and I'd love to hear you weigh in on my eight-year-long debate. My brother and I were pretty serious New Jersey Nets fans back in the day, being that we lived in Mm. New Jersey. Mm -hmm. When they moved the franchise to Brooklyn, I stuck with my squad while my brother switched to the Knicks, all caps. He had a council of his closest friends sit down and he pitched them on why he should be allowed to switch teams. Sports fans are just like, incredible he claimed his team deserted him by going to brooklyn so he doesn't have to be loyal to them if they weren't to him i said it was a business decision they revived a dying fan base and it's not like they moved across the country they are just as far away as the knicks i'd love to hear yours and mark's thoughts and decide who is right love the pod you guys crap me up crap me up crack me up (laughs) you guys crap every time i listen i just rush to the toilet (laughs) head on into the bathroom keep killing it all the best yoni uh this is great this is this is something that as as a guy who's predominantly a college sports fan i i think this is a feather in the cap for college sports is that this doesn't happen you don't have no i mean i remember talking to tate about it wake forest university picked up their university from wake forest north carolina and moved it uh to to winston-salem where it is now and the reason that sticks with me is because th- this almost has never happened ever. And the fact that they did that like a thousand years ago has stuck in my brain forever. Uh, this doesn't happen with college sports. You don't really have to worry about it. And in fact, the only, the only professional sports franchise that I would say that I am like a diehard fan of and, and, and I, you know, it, 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 when they win, I, I'm ecstatic. And when they lose, I'm crying is the Chicago Cubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll never have to deal with that because there's no way the Cubs are ever going to move Chicago. So this is this is uncharted territory for me. I, I don't right. know what this would feel like. I can't even imagine ever having to face this. Um, but it doesn't feel right. I got to say, when he said it out loud that his brother 
being a Nets fan who's now cheering for the Knicks, that does not feel right at all. I don't like that. It. Feels way weirder to me than being a Knicks fan who switched to the Nets because, like, the Nets didn't really like the Knicks have hurt their fans a lot, and yeah. the Nets are the team that showed up in Brooklyn. It's wild to switch to. I mean, I guess the Knicks had some hope around the it's time. It's wild the... to switch to the big boy too. It's wild yeah. to like, like the 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 Death Star that like swallows up the whole city, and it's like we are because every every city with two franchises has the one that is the one, and then right. this kind of secondary team, even if it's you know, it, it always plays itself out that way. Um, right, like I don't think a Clippers fan would just decide to be a fan of the Lakers. Like, absolutely not. Never. There's no world. I, in fact, like I I think. It would make more sense if the Nets moved from New Jersey for you to just cheer for like the Utah Jazz or something. Totally. Just, just just pick like a team like that. Just be like, screw it. I'm a Portland Trailblazers fan now. Like I, I mean, I, it doesn't. It begs the question be. though. Like, do you get to decide where home is? Right. Like, if you live in mm-hmm. in New York now and you're like, this is. I think I think there's I think the one thing that comes into play here is, and this does not happen here you know i think it's sort of a weird move to be honest but you know if that's what you did fine you know but i think that when if you have kids and they grow up Mm. in a city that's different from the city you grew up in and they become attached to the the team of the city they grew up in i think it's equally as legitimate to choose your parents team or the team of where you grew up and then i can see the parents getting more into the team that their kids kids. care about. Like my mom grew up a diehard Orioles fan, but I was a Red Sox fan and she sort of osmosis like came to care, you know, maybe not as much, but whether it's sports fan or anything else, if your kids are interested in it, you, if you're a good parent, you're like, I want to have a similar interest to my child. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So other than that, I don't know if you can just switch. Yeah, I, I think the way the way going from Nets to Knicks makes sense in my head is there has to be a buffer of a few years. There has to be like a few years where you're mourning the loss because it's like, you know, not to be the 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 stereotypical uh, sports pundit who can't tie anything who, whose only analogies are love life and women because <laughs> <laughs> and movies from the nineties. Yeah, and movies from the nineties, and that's all the only thing I have to. But at the same time, uh, that's where my brain went immediately. Is like point yeah, break if. You, if you, if you're <laughs> if you're Johnny Utah and you're oh and wait, wait crossing metaphor, um, if you it's it's like going through a breakup, right, Charlotte? And then you yeah. can't just like immediately latch on to the the first girl that bats her eyes at you. you gotta Especially like, not like the like your ex's enemy. Yes, yes, your ex's enemy. So you have to kind of like you have to take a few years, I think, as an NBA fan to find yourself in the, in the abyss. And maybe you just like, you're like, I'm broken. I'm not going to cheer for the nets. If they move from New Jersey to Brooklyn, I'm done with them. Like they turn mm-hmm. their back on me, screw them. Um, I'm going to see where life takes me. And I'm just going to kind of like watch the NBA maybe for a year or two. It's kind of what I said to the Astros guy who was trying to figure it out. Yeah. I think um, a buffer I took. Yeah. I think that's and then just right, kind of see what happens. And then maybe you gravitate like as in that time you, you have so many friends that live in the city or like are from New York that have moved into Detroit. Like you start running in Knicks groups where you're watching a little more Knicks and it just kind of slowly evolves where it's like, yeah. I, I don't really like this team, but I'm watching more and more Knicks games. And then you start to fall in love with maybe Julius Randle. And you're like, yeah, I kind of like Julius. Randle. He's fun. And then it kind of happens organically. 
Yes. Or the opposite happens where you, you hate the Knicks people you're running with still. And um, I don't know. And, and, and yeah, you're just like watching a random game and you like the nuggets because Jokic is fun to watch. And I don't know. I think you got to let it happen organically though, right? I agree. Yeah, I do. I also think that this might be the most emo sports podcast that exists. <laughs> We're like, you got to sit with yourself and learn yourself. And like, you know, after five years of extensive therapy, <laughs> then and which only I'm then. all for. <laughs> Anybody who knows me knows I love a good therapist. Um, yeah, I mean, I also feel bad being like, you shouldn't have done that because who really cares? Like at the end of the day, you know, but there, yeah. I, it, to me, I think that, the, I think, uh, I think Yoni, you, you won this one. I'm just gonna, you know, yeah. we're, we'll call it that. I, uh, I, think, so, I think so too. I, okay. I agree with that. Okay. Here's an email that I personally love. Uh, this wasn't the email of the week because we got a really good email of the week, but this is my personal email of the week. It's uh, The subject line is underrated joke from Kevin Toomey. Hello, friends. Jim, <laughs> <laughs> is that you? Jim? Jim? Um, Charlotte's line that the Masters Jackets is friends with Brian Colangelo's collar was very funny, but got no response at all from Titus. Great joke, deserves acknowledgement. That's all. all Thanks right, for the well. great podcast, Kevin. <laughs> This is the second time someone's written in and been like, Titus didn't laugh enough at that. And I'm like, well, thank mean, you to the people are, are for seeing your, my truths. Yeah. Like, is this your family writing it? I, I heard the joke. I thought Kevin I to me. It's definitely me. It's like me yeah. emailing the people sports <laughs> podcast email. I have burners for our own email address. Can we, can we have a new, can we do a new thing on here that if, if you have a joke that you feel like you killed and I didn't give it like, I let's repeat it. That always, that always works. I find like, if you go to a stand up comedy special and the guy says the punchline <laughs> and the place doesn't erupt, I, f I find that if he just keeps beating it into the ground. And I said, <laughs> what about the pancakes? <laughs> and starts tapping his mic, this thing on. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand what's going on here. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I will okay. say this in, in my defense, um, and and maybe you can back me up on this, Charlotte. It sometimes is is hard doing a, a a show or being on air of like trying to figure out what you're saying next and not listening. Like I never that, that's one of the harder tricks. It's like you got to listen to what you're saying, but also be ready to talk because as it turns out, I'm not that great at socializing. Like this is like if this is because every everyone thinks that a podcast is just a conversation that you just happen to turn a microphone on for. It is definitely right. not. Because in oh a conversation, my God, no. <laughs> a conversation you're having with a friend, they'll say something and you just go, interesting. And then you don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like 10 minutes there of silence. Yeah. And you, no, I, I agree. I think something that, um, you know, when I first started doing this or, or talking, it, it, like when you talk for a living, like when it's your job to talk, it is very different from talking normally because you have to make it sound like you're talking normally but you also have to be thinking four steps ahead to be like yeah. okay where are we in the time what like in this case like what emails are we going to get through is this one worth reading how am i going to do that you're thinking of like 30 different things at once and it's yeah, it yeah. would be nice if people think it sounds like we're just having a conversation like i've excuse me excuse me i got fired <laughs> oh! up beep that out i yeah, have a see. google doc like i don't pull up a google doc to talk to my friends Right. Oh, it right. would be very funny if I did. If I were like, here's the agenda today. We have this gossip, this gossip, and this gossip to get through. Also, what's funny is I, I, I now, that, now that we're talking about it, I think you and I have uh, had, there, there's been one occasion where the two of us were alone privately without, oh God, I, the, the way I set that up. <laughs> I know, I'm like, Mark. Uh, I'm trying to say, like, the, the people the love us, a good rumor. We were off air 
Um, and it was just the two. It wasn't like at a group dinner is what I meant to say. Right. We were, we were at the beach. We, when you yeah. came out, we had Jersey stayed, Mike's at the beach. Yeah. We just went to the beach and we had Jersey Mike's. And the whole reason of bringing that up is if I remember right, like we barely talked at all. <laughs> like we just, That's like, not stay. true. That's I mean, not we talked, true. But like, there was a lot of just like staring out in the horizon. Yeah. We just like looked at was, the ocean for a while. I didn't mean it was silent. I meant it was just like, it wasn't like this. It wasn't like right. banter back and forth. It was like, I just stared at the it ocean. It was also like not a conversation anyone would be like, yeah. interested we're just like so, so you know in that regard i'm gonna uh that, that's my excuse as to why sometimes i don't listen to your jokes is because like i have a better joke ready <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying here saying like charlotte shut the hell up please we're like, each sitting here <laughs> waiting to say our better joke than the other one which is why we don't laugh at the other one's jokes we weren't listening to it yes, yes. um it's what great it's what makes us work it's a great chemistry <laughs> it really is fantastic take this on the road someday uh yo semi yo semite sam is a um email subject line from tom kingsley hi charlotte parentheses and mark this origin story seems legit i once dressed as sam for halloween low budget style i can follow up with a photo but i'm 40 and do not have it readily available (laughs) i do have multiple red-haired friends shorter than me to play the part i think a pilot script is in order also, I am married to a Jewish woman, and that angle resonates for me. Let's make it happen. Ever hopeful, Tom. As as I as I heard you say "yo semi" out loud yeah. like that, I think like that's like the that's like the car. I mean, what what if we do a cartoon spinoff and like we just go full circle? It's like we make this show, and then there's a cartoon spinoff, but it, it's and and everyone's like, did they just reinvent the wheel here? And we're like, no, 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 this is a cartoon spinoff of Rosenbaum. That's like, I saw, I saw a tweet um, early in the pandemic where, you know, movie theaters were closed down and someone tweeted like in two years, there's going to be some idiot who invents like a room where you go and they project movies onto (laughs) the wall. And it's like an experience, you know, like that's what that's, that's that version. It's Elon Musk uh, inventing the the subway. It's like, I, I made a tunnel and you get on this train and you go through and you're like what <laughs> although we need to be sure that warner brothers is behind this because otherwise we would get sued but to high heaven my my thought was yo Semite sam is the name of the show that's the spinoff that's for kids and he wears a backwards like he wears like a snapback backwards and he's and he like is cool he's like the cool guy <laughs> he's got a skateboard <laughs> do you just want like a cartoon of yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're Yo, Semite Sam. I'm like, are you I'm, just I'm cool. trying to be? No, it's like his son. <laughs> it's like Sam Junior is is Yo, Semite Sam, and he's like, I'm not like my dad. He's like, he's like mad. I'm like the cool kid. <laughs> he worked through his yeah. issues, so yeah. I didn't have to. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, well, God. so thanks for that, Tom. I'm um, congrats on being 40. By the way, that's great. Um, <laughs> our email of the week was the Monster Basketball Trophy. And it's from, this is incredible. Michael Clementi writes in, Hi, Charlotte and Mark. Your trophy talk made me immediately think about the monster basketball trophy I received for coaching a house league fifth grade basketball team. I grew up playing youth sports, so I have a lot of trophies, but this is the only one I still have because of how ridiculous it is. I have attached a photo so you can see the absurdity. And then he attached a photo and continue with the email. It, it, the, the picture is the actual monster trophy that I found, the basketball monster trophy. Someone in the wild has this. And the plaque, um, <laughs> yes, he says, our team name was the Beavers. This is what happens when you have a fifth grader, when you fifth graders coached by two brothers, one recently out of college and the other one who's a junior in high school. <laughs> Maybe one podcast during the summer, you can make a list of absurd nicknames for you sports teams. Ever mm-hmm. hopeful, Michael. So he got the monster trophy? Is that what Yeah, and it says the beavers on 
You know, oh my god. And it just says beavers. What, what else does it say? What else is hold on? Let me let me I forgot to put that picture in. Um monster trophy. Here it is. It's <laughs> I'm trying to remember what the it says SYA Beavers 2009. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's a guy holding the it's a monster trophy where the guy is a ripped uniform and he's all hulked out and he's holding the um the, the basketball hoop and the basketball. It's on our Twitter. Let me see this pretty amazing oh yes yes that's why beavers 2009 hell yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, go beavers yeah let's see yeah. that's like that's sick though like what do you say fifth grade was what he coached yeah if i'm in fifth grade and i get that trophy like that's cooler than like oh my god are you kidding me any other garbage i'm putting that in a glass case yeah yeah all right our last email of the week is called it's really just someone being nice to us. So I'm going to end on this note because we could all use that people's best sports podcast from Evan Fisher. Hey, Charlotte, Mark, I was listening to the Julian Edelman segment on the most recent pod. And it finally hit me why I love the show so much. No big sports show would have a host respond to a long monologue about their co-host by their co-host about a player's hall of fame merits with essentially, I don't know. And I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) imagine Stephen a smith saying look max kellerman julian edelman edelman deserves to be in the hall of fame and max responding with i don't care can we talk about how it seems like everyone has a green jacket nowadays (laughs) he says y'all rock also as a jew who grew up in the south if you consider north carolina part of the south which i do i'd be happy to be a consultant for rosenbaum my acting credits include being an extra on homeland and righteous gemstones gemstones i'm serious i'd love to help i don't have an agent so add me on LinkedIn or something. Looking forward to hearing from you, Evan in North Carolina. Um, and in th- this week's episode of Mark uh, ignorantly stereotypes. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, good. This should be help me. Like it, it, it jumped out to me that Yosemite Sam is Sam Rosenbaum because like yeah. that does not seem like a Jewish stereotype that a man would look like that and or... be a cowboy. Yeah. No, I so, mean, are are we not? Is there not? Is that not? Is that going to be some part of the? Definitely. That that that, that to me is a paradox. Although if you were something... to say picture a Jewish man, I would like I would picture ten trillion people before I pictured a guy who looked like you. Yes. So he hears something interesting though. I was talking to my mom about this because I really am a little bit obsessed at this point, and she said that. So my grandfather. Um, and my mom's side is, is the Jewish side. And, and he came over in 1920 to Baltimore with his family. And he grew up watching, um, and reading cartoons and comics about cowboys, like cowboys to him. Mm. And as this Jewish kid trying to assimilate and, you know, figure out the lay of the land in America, he was like, you know, German was his first language and he was like all in on the cowboys. Like he identified with that. So she was saying that she thinks there's actually something sort of deeper to that whole aspect of it. That is interesting. Okay. uh, But no, like, I don't think there have historically been, I mean, I don't know. I'll I'll research that. I'll research uh, the Jewish cowboys. (laughs) The the Jewish cat. Maybe that's the that's the, that's, that's the, the log line that's, it's rosenbaum <laughs> the jewish, jewish cowboy. cowboy i'm fascinated by the wild west in general by the way that's something that uh oh um, same i i've always been very like i will watch any doc i watch the ken burns west documentary I, I will watch anything that has anything to do with not not like not cowboys per se but just like the general idea of like going west discovering things like how towns were formed out west is fascinating mm-hmm. to me 
everything about it is insane. And now that I, I, especially like moving to LA and like, I'll, I, I love like road trips and stuff. So I'll like drive around California sometimes and just like end up in Bakersfield and just be like, how the hell, how did why? this happen? Why? Like who, <laughs> who stopped here? Why? Bakersfield. Like the, the why? one that cracks me up is Denver. If you, if you've been to Denver, you know exactly what I'm talking about is that uh, it, it is so obvious that people were like moving West and they got to the Rocky mountains and they're like enough of this shit. And they just like yeah. dropped it. <laughs> like, it's like, the those city. are big mountains. Yeah, man. They're like, hell no. It's just plain. It's like Kansas. It's like Kansas and Nebraska. It's just planes, planes, planes. Then you hit Colorado. Like half of Colorado is even like just Kansas extended, right. you know? Right. And all of a sudden the mountains pop up and they're like, yeah, that's enough. We're just going to stop right here. And they just dropped the city right there. Um, so it's all fascinating to me, especially like when you think uh, the other thing, when you like watch Wild West documentaries mm-hmm. uh, or, or you read up on the Wild West, I, I don't know if you're this way, Charlotte, but my brain thinks that all the stuff going on in the West was going on like 400 years before like even the pilgrims landed. And, and I, I don't, it, that doesn't track in terms of logic, no. but just like, it feels like such like a, uh, just a different timeline that like, it's hard to reconcile that like on the East coast in New York city, people had like monocles on and we're going like, wall street existed and they're trading stocks. And then like one of those guys, brothers is like, I'm going to get in a caravan. A, a He's carriage. wearing like a raccoon hat. Yeah. Like I'm a dead go bear is a coat. <laughs> Yeah. And like, I don't know, like some native Americans might just shoot arrows at me and, and, and just kill me. And there's not a damn thing anybody can do about it. And that's another aspect of it where, you know, in school we're taught from the very, the very Western centric, but like there were people there for thousands of years and people just showed up and were like, no, I think this is ours now. And the whole thing itself is just but, so, but that's what I mean. It's like that part of it. The I understand that part of it of like, they've been here, we're new here. And then mm-hmm. there's a conflict, but I guess what's, what's, what always blows my mind is like that conflict was, I mean, it's still playing out today. I, I you know, in a lot of ways, but that conflict was like playing out. As, While people were like trading stocks on Wall yes, Street. Yes, as people were yeah. like trading stocks. Yes. <laughs> it really feel, that's it does what's, feel that's like, like what? To, to the point that there's like no other recourse. Like to, to the point that like as the trading stocks is going on, like I said, if like your brother Kyle like gets in and, and he's he's in a he's on the Oregon Trail and like I don't know Kyle a, a try is like, like Kyle. the most 21st century name you could have chosen for this. Jason and Kyle, Jason. some bros are like, dude, we're going to go West and start a, a YouTube channel out in LA. Meanwhile, Chad's <laughs> back on wall street. Yeah, so Chad's <laughs> back on wall street, making money. Um, I don't know. And then they, they stumble across like the wrong tribe and they just get massacred. And like, but one guy gets out and survives and he goes back to New York and he's like, yeah, Kyle and Jason were massacred. There's not a damn thing anybody can do about it. It's not like, okay, we'll get the police on it. We'll go like, we'll get the FBI to go. They're just like, yeah, bro, it's the Wild West. Like, what like, did you yeah, expect? You did that to yourself, man. And that's insane also they were there first. And they're and like, it doesn't yeah, have but- to be. It doesn't have to be Native Americans. Obviously, it's like freaking gunslingers, Yosemite Sam types, just come in and just like. Oh, there were no know. rules. There are no rules. There were no that's, rules. That's the Wild West. Ah! Kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. I, don't know. I need to watch I that Ken Burns one. You know, I think that people mm-hmm. might think that if you have a podcast about sports, you're somehow like cool. Um, <laughs> I, I definitely think that. Yes. <laughs> no, but like, you know what I mean? Like some people might have a misguided view of like, oh, well, you know, you've got to be kind of cool to have a podcast about sports. And we're like, actually, we're 
just in my spare time, I'm going to go watch some Ken Burns stuff yeah, and, Burn. and yeah. keep working on this cartoon spinoff. So Here, here's, here's another thought I had while um, you've opened the, the can of worms here for me. Cause I, I think about this all the time is uh what, what year, maybe this is a listener question. People can email in your thoughts. Yeah. What year did, uh, was the turning point for when, um, cause as I said, this, this scenario I played out in my, in the 1800s when people are trading on wall street and the West is still wild. Mm-hmm. The guy in the family who was like, I'm going to go West was the most rugged, badass. You're going to do what <laughs> Steve, you're going to do what? And he's like, yes, I'm, I'm going to take my shotgun. And if I get trouble, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to ford the river. I'm not mm-hmm. going to die of dysentery on the way. And I'm going to go uh, mine some gold and become rich and like find a new life for myself. And everyone's like, God damn, dude, you're tougher than I am. <laughs> now, yeah. Now in 2021, if the guy in the family goes to the family and is like, I'm moving to LA, they're like, You are the <laughs> softest, biggest loser I've ever met. You know, it's completely flipped on his head. And I know this from experience because I'm that guy in my you family. They're like, right. Lame, loser. They're like, You have a man bun now? Yeah. And uh, I'm curious when that that change happened. When did the pivot happen? I Where think- like, I think it happened in like the, um, <laughs> I have an answer because Mad Men, these ad guys start going out to LA and it starts being cool and like movies start being cool in LA. So I think it's like the 50s. Sometime in the 50s, like 60s. 50s, 60s, like early 60s. It was still kind of cool. And then it was like, oh, you just like want to be around famous people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Mark Titus. Yeah, obviously it had to have been like after airplanes because like no one, you know. Yeah, no, I think no like, like I think after world post World War II, it started to be a little soft to move to yeah, California. And like the people that were going out there were just narcissists because like that was the other part. Like the people that were going out initially were like, I have no other choices. Like Deborah, I know you. We have six kids at home, but like I have to go to California because that's the I only get- way I can make money. Yeah, it's the only way I could do this, Deborah. Why won't he's you like understand? my dad will literally give you a job, yes. <laughs> and he's like, no, I must go out on my Deborah. Own. Take no other lovers. <laughs> Promise me you will take no other lovers as I She's go like, find. How am a I going to know you're alive, dude? Yes. Yes. And now it's like the people that choose to move west are like, I could, you know, get, I could get some more instagram followers i'm gonna be huge on tiktok i'm gonna be huge on tiktok and it's all it's the narcissism it's all about yourself it's not about deborah you're not trying to get a better life for deborah and the kids it's all about you (laughs) (laughs) when did that pivot happen i don't know write in let us know what you think i'm saying 1961 but i would love to hear everybody else um all right well those are i think that's most of the emails we got this week um as always please write in thank you for writing in um Thank you. You gotta plug the for- you gotta plug the email address because people don't remember. I don't even remember. I work I this is our show and I don't remember. The People Sports Podcast at gmail.com at is. People Sports on Twitter at the People Sports Podcast on Instagram. Uh check out our YouTube page if you want to see what we look like when we are saying mm-hmm. these idiotic things. And um at some point I gotta get Moses to make an appearance on he every time we record these shows, I'm in mm-hmm. my little office in my apartment. Moses is at my feet. He's sitting right here. He's off camera, and I got to find a way to get him on camera somehow. If he sits up, can you see him? First of all, he is knocked out. Like I've said his name four times. He has not even opened his eyes, so that's not (laughs) going to happen right now. Uh, Secondly, I think if he sat up, maybe, but maybe I just like one day pick him up and put him on my lap. That'd be great. I would love that. (laughs) You should do the show with Moses in your lap so it looks like he's talking. You talk behind him. Yeah, I get like a... So it's me doing a show with Moses. I somehow like 
have something that he's biting on, so where I can like pull the a string and it like kind of opens his jaw. Yeah. And then I just start talking and, and I'm. And Moses is doing it. <laughs> Moses he's is like, don't it. put these words in my mouth, man. Come on. <laughs> he's like, I would never say that. <gasps> oh, All right, man. people. All Thanks right. for listening. Thank you, Mark. See you guys.